Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brusseau. Hello, folks. Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, the Patreon edition. I am John Boy Fahey. Joining me, as always, the most egregiously, offensively beautiful man I've ever met in my life, Mr. Aaron Joseph Pita. That's me. It's unconscionable. Unconscionable? <laughs> it's unconscionable. I, I don't con- uh, this is the first What, are you time. tripping over your gorgeous face? <laughs> 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 Hi, I'm Aaron. <laughs> Matt Rousseau. Hi, I'm here too. Perhaps the second most beautiful man on the uh, planet. It's a good list. Isn't that great shit? Wow. And I'm joining us it. once again, the most talented, beautiful woman under the sun, Miss Laura Crawford. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking like starshine, twinkle, soft light, music, Laura Crawford. <laughs> 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 A dove takes off. <laughs> Long live the white race. <laughs> go! Go! go. go. <laughs> Anytime somebody says something racist, go. the emperor comes out. Go! go. Let the well, let's hate not flow mix through my name up with all that. Let's <laughs> yeah. not collude me with no, the... No, uh, you're not white power, you're no, Seth. You say no. you're from Boston? No. I am not into white power. No. Um, I, do we, do we have little tiny updates for the people? I don't, with nothing we want to reveal yet, we have some things, but otherwise... For the folk? Um, (laughs) The folks out there listening? Oh, we did want to say that the, uh, the, the the lyrics that we put out, we don't, I don't know if we have them written down, but there was extra lyrics from Matt's episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, you know... In the in the heat of the moment, sometimes you do a the disservice. dirty blues that we talked about. Yeah, on the, the last episode. filthy, <laughs> disgusting. Mm. It was really raw. Uh huh. And a friend of mine uh, at home, subscriber to the Patreon, Mark Davis, pointed out that Matt didn't get to some of the nastiest shit in yeah. those lyrics. The second verse. Uh huh. Yes, which worse is worse than the first. Yeah, mm. I, I got him. If you want me to read him, please do. Uh, so you remember the first verse, folks, of course, but the second verse says... Uh, What's the song again? It's called Shave Em Dry yeah. from Lucille Bogan. And the, uh, the second verse is, Now your nuts hang down like a damn bell sapper, and your dick stands up like a steeple. Your goddamn asshole stands open like a church door, and the crabs walk in like people. <laughs> yeah, the crabs walk in just like people. Like people do. Yeah, dressed in their in their Sunday best. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, the crabs just march in. Look, I can't believe they left this door open. <laughs> like, what the oh, fuck? Boy. Anyways, praise Jesus. It smells like shit in here. <laughs> this shirt smells like shit. Oh, let's get a nice pube. Praise the <laughs> Lord. A nice pube right up front. It's a play on the word pube. She wrote those. She wrote those words herself, which yeah, very, is beautiful, which is progressive. Very good. Very, very good. It's a play on the word pew. <laughs> it was not much of a play, more of a poem. So uh, then, uh, Mark. Mark also pointed out that uh, he hadn't heard uh, me do an impression of my friend Derek, and yeah. um, and uh, one, uh, we would, you know, Derek would get things wrong. He would say things like, uh, "If it's any constellation," and, <laughs> instead uh, of "If it's any console," right? Sure. And you know, high tide is twenty twenty and shit like that. But um, one time, my buddy Dodger was um, he was like he was like he was thinking about the ACDC song, and he was like um, he was like I was thinking it like in a Derek voice, and I was going like, 
She was a fax machine. She kept her mother clean. <laughs> and so I was driving to work the other day, and I was doing the same thing in the same 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 key, and I was going. Her hygiene's laxatives. She uses laxatives. She's filling up her diaper with some ropes of jizz. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> it's me just an hour driving to Ventura going, her hygiene's laxatives. <laughs> over and over and over again. Did you turn the radio off just to do that? Nah, I was driving in pure silence like a psycho. <laughs> thinking about this show and piss and chop. Um, Laura. You have a little something for us. I don't have yes. a fucking clue what it is, which I love. I know. It's so exciting. So I've been looking to a lot of things, particularly about spies. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that they came up with is, you know, there's been various spy operations in the U.S. And what? I've never heard this before. But 1985 was dubbed the year of the spy. Did you know that? No. Had you ever heard this before? Cool. No, I did not know that. I didn't no, know that I had no idea. So basically, there was eight high-profile arrests of spies in 1985, and one of the big reasons why that kind of comes out is around like, I guess the late 70s, mid 80s, a lot of high-level KGB people started to want to defect to the U.S. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they've been right. <laughs> sworn agents, you know, working against the U.S., killing Americans, yeah. operating to get Americans killed. And they're like, I would like to come to America, see big American breasts, wear Louis- Levi's blue jeans, you know? And then they yeah. were like, well, will you Eat tell us? Eat hot food. Eat hot food. <laughs> Have many turnips, many potato. Oh, and they were like, <laughs> and then the U.S. was like, that's oh, what they're called. Turn up. <laughs> Turn up for what? Um, and um, so what am I... Yeah, so essentially they were like, well, if you tell us where the moles are, daddy. And uh, so they let them into the U.S. And one of my favorite it's cases... It's also Lucille Bogan's song. Yeah, one of my favorite yeah. cases is... Uh, so a lot of these people that got revealed were, you know, working with the CIA, but also various agents like NSA, Navy, uh, military number. My One of my favorite guys is this dude, John Anthony Walker Jr., and he's basically, he was in the Navy, and he spied for the Soviets from 68 through 85, essentially, until he got nabbed. And he's crazy because when he was growing up, he was born in, like, Massachusetts. Uh, no, sorry, he was born in Scranton, Pennsylvania in, the, in like, the 30s. Scranton. And he was, a, he was a juvenile delinquent, as they would say, in the 50s. Uh. You know, he was your stereotypical guy. He was robbing gas stations going on runs with his friends and robbing places, you know, Mm -hmm. he was just, and he was a career criminal, and he gets nabbed when he's about, like, 17 or so, and he gets presented with the option you can go to jail, or you can join the Navy, and his older brother, and his older brother, Arthur, was... Either way, you're getting raped. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, you can be a sailor and wear some uh, bell bottoms and uh, get raped in the Philippines, or you can go to prison. (laughs) And uh, So his older brother... all the scenery. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be filling your diaper with ropes of (laughs) jizz. <laughs> Someone else's, but climbing ropes and jizz. His older brother was an, was an officer in the navy, and his older brother Arthur appealed to the judge, and he's like, "Please don't send him to jail. Like, please let him join the navy." So they were like, "All right, he can join the navy." So he's in the navy for a few years, and then one day in 1968, he walks into a Soviet embassy, and he's like, "I want to sell secrets." He just, he did it totally unprompted, totally on huh. his own. He was like, oh, I just want to, he's like, I want to sell secrets and I want to make money doing it. And at the time that they said that, I was like, oh man, he's just, you know, like, he's just a criminal who's acting criminal. But it turns out that he had tried to buy a bar and run a bar. And this bar was like doing really shitty business. And uh, then he's like, oh shit, I'm really in debt. So he goes to the Soviets and he's like, he was making in 1968 between 500 and and $1,000 a week. 
from the Soviets for selling secrets. So they, they it's were, a lot of money. And it's just it's fucking weird because it's like you think about spying, and I always think like, what do they really find out? Like, what do they ever really get out of spying that like they couldn't get otherwise or whatever it is? He sent about a million encrypted messages to the Soviets. Wow. A million encrypted messages in the time that he's working for them, and even the five hundred smackers, oh boy, <laughs> yeah. a week, and yeah. even and even then, so like uh, I was the, gonna be a bartender. What was I thinking? Well, yeah, he's fifty like, cents a secret. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. Hilarious is one of the other guys. It reminded me of the uh, Jack Parsons episode because one of the other guys who had also gotten after spying, he had quit the CIA because they weren't paying him enough because he was only making like twenty five thousand a year in the seventies, and he tried to become a yacht salesman. Uh, <laughs> he tried to sell yachts. Right. And he like even failed more miserably at that, and so he tried to get hired back by the CIA so yeah. he could sell secrets to the Russians. But um, isn't it great when spy is your second choice? They're like, oh shit, I gotta become a I spy. I really wanted to be a dancer. But the best thing about John Anthony Walker is so he just basically he sells all this shit to the Soviets, and even like the Secretary of the Navy and all these guys. They're like, he was. Uh, horrendous uh, in terms of his effect on the military. Like, he gave them, he essentially allowed the Soviets to know where every U.S. sub was at any time. They knew where all our submarines were at any time based on the information that he was giving to them. They're underwater. Yes. (laughs) Very true. But the better, the best thing about him was, so he's married to his wife. He gets his wife Barbara into it. So she's spying for him too. And then by 1973, he gets really nervous and he starts thinking that his higher ups are going to become aware of what he's doing. So he resigns from the Navy to so that they don't they're not he's not implicated in her investigation. But before that, in 1969, he had set up a thing where he's like, I want to teach radio operations in San Diego to get students. So he starts teaching a class in radio operations in San Diego and he gets a student, John Whitworth, and he says to him, he's like, well, uh, you know, I think you're so great. I think you're really awesome at, at, you know, working with radio and everything. And they become best friends. And then he starts telling him, he's like, you know, you can make a lot of money spying. <laughs> and uh, he, Amway of spies. <laughs> yes, he just recruits him. And he, he lies to this guy. Jerry Whitworth. Sorry, Jerry Whitworth. So he starts saying to Jerry Whitworth, he's like, I'm going to sell spies only to the Israelis. We're just going to help out Israel because they need the help. And Jerry's like, okay, I'll do it. And Jerry spied for him until he retired from the Navy in 1983. So wow. Jerry was his spy. And then he got he roped his older brother, Arthur, the one who saved Ugh. him from jail. He roped him into spying <laughs> for him. He roped this altar, bro. <laughs> There's big money in these secrets, baby. Yeah. And the better thing about it, so like by the 70s, he's like, he's like, okay, I'm not in the Navy anymore. He's like, I got to get my family into it. He's like, he's like, otherwise my connections to getting money and getting all the spy shit, it will be lost. So his daughter joins the army and then he, she gets pregnant. So she's thinking about retiring from the military. She's like, no, I'm going to leave early and whatever. And he's like, no, he wants her to be a spy. So he offers to pay for her abortion. Oh. He's like, oh, I'll give you an abortion so you, don't, you can keep spying for me. Yeah. And she's like, no, I'm going to get out. So then, And that's why I'm anti-abortion. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I hate spies. Because you're a patriot. Yeah, a patriot. Yeah. That little kid is going to spy for Russia, too. That little fetus yeah. is like learning secrets. <laughs> And then even better is, so he's with his wife, Barbara, and they've got like a contentious relationship, physical abuse. They're both alcoholics. She doesn't realize that he gets custody of his son, Michael, who's like a teenager, who's like a teenage fuck up. And he only gets custody of the teenage son because he wants to tutor him to become a spy for him so he can keep making more money from the Soviets. So his son, Michael, he convinces him to come work for him. He's a private investigator by this time. He's like teaching him how to do private investigator shit while his son's in high school. And then he's like, 
he had dropped out of high school, so he gets him to re-enroll. He's like, okay, you're going to get your degree so that you can get into the Navy, so then you can steal secrets from me. Right. And he gets other people he knows into it. His son only made $30,000 from spying before he got caught by the FBI. Uh. The better, the best thing about this whole thing, this is like, I don't know how much you want to talk about this, but the best thing about this is, so he ultimately gets caught because of his wife, Barbara. They had gotten divorced, but while they were married, she became a horrible alcoholic, and she would routinely call up the FBI and try to confess <laughs> and, like, be too drunk and just hang up the phone. And she didn't realize that her son, Michael, was involved. Put Edgar on the phone. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I had something to say! Why? Um, so she was like too drunk all the time. The FBI would routinely get calls at their various field offices from like a drunk woman, and they're like, "Why does she have this number?" But ultimately, she was able in like 1984 to make a lucid enough drunken confession to the FBI about what she knew that they started investigating, and he got caught. I mean, they must have, they must have had so many meetings where they're like, "Anything?" Yeah, the drunk called again. She had all these secrets, but yeah. yeah. So turns out subs are underwater. <laughs> turns out Taco Bell is delicious. <laughs> um, her stomach hurts. Yeah, when you send a million, mm. <laughs> a million notes, yeah. some of those have got to be pretty innocuous. Like, yeah, what's it? Yeah, what's in but the? They meat? were all encrypted. These were a million encrypted messages that he right. delivered. But that's you know. That's you're supposed to do that, but they encrypt, uh, unencrypt them, or they they're like decrypt. decrypt. They decrypt them. Thank you. Is that, is that, a, is that yeah, a word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, decrypt them. So. That's the correct word. But so, then what they read them and they're like, uh, "School's closed tomorrow." <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, give me fifty cents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The bears in the Bahamas <laughs> have no hairs. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? It's hot subs there. are underwater. <laughs> oh. Her hygiene is laxing. <laughs> diapers are full of rope stitches. I feel like this is like a Jabberwocky type of like EE <laughs> that, that you would have learned in higher level college. Yeah, Walt Whitman's rough drafts. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So that guy was amazing and fascinating. The only other guy I briefly want to talk about, how much time you want me to do on this? Keep going. Okay. So my other favorite one was a Chinese spy, Larry Wu Tai Chin. Oh, he's Chinese? Chinese. <laughs> he was Chinese guy. John, John, Aaron. He's Chinese. <laughs> he was a Chinese guy. <laughs> Wait, so his name's Larry Wu-Tang? <laughs> yes, Larry Wu-Tai. Larry Wu-Tai. Yo, Larry! Yo, Larry Wu-Tai! See, this guy owned... It's Meth, Raekwon, Larry Wu-Tai. Larry! Larry from Shaolin Lands. So he was a Chinese language translator, and he worked for the CIA, and he basically was spying for the People's Republic of China from 52 to 85. Mm-hmm. And the most noble thing that oh I love... Oh, my God. Yes. The most noble thing I love about him is, so the big thing in spying, we were talking about this with the IRA, is you get a lot of money. And then how do you account for that money to other people? Sure. So what Larry did was Larry kept up the appearance that he was a compulsive or addicted to gambling. He pretended to be addicted to gambling so that everyone around him was like, Oh, he got a bunch of money. Oh, it's from gambling stuff, even yeah. though he was never very successful and very unsuccessful. So then they'd be like, oh, yeah, he loses sometimes. But his biggest thing was he owned 30 apartment buildings in Baltimore in the 80s and 70s wow. that were all slumlords. So he was a huge slumlord. He owned 30 apartment buildings. Wow. All for him. That were, that's where he was funneling all his money from the Chinese. Wait a he, minute. You're telling me people launder money through real estate? 
Yeah. It's true. Huh. It's huh. true. But imagine if you like, In America <laughs> from selling American secrets. But imagine if you went to Baltimore in the 80s huh. and things, you heard like... Have changed. Imagine if you heard like a crackhead in Baltimore in the 80s be like, the motherfucker wants this fucking Chinese spy, this bitch. And you'd be yeah. like, you're insane. <laughs> like, What's his name? Larry. <laughs> you know, Larry Wu-Tang. Motherfucker. Fucking won't fix my sink. <laughs> Larry, Larry Wu-Tang. <laughs> Larry Wu-Tang, my bitch-ass slumlord. We're Wu-Tang. Larry Wutai. So, but he was one of the only ones who actually killed himself in prison, which was weird, because everybody else just, just kind of rolls with it and usually gets out after, which, like, 20 years. Which is weird. Yeah, no, most of the people, they, they I feel like it's because he's Chinese, and he's like, oh, I've dishonored my nation, or whatever really? it is. Hmm. I don't know. It could be. But, yeah. It's, could just suck in there. <laughs> yeah. Could just be prison. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it is just... It's, you think with a name like Larry Wu-Tang, I'd get some respect in here. <laughs> you think he'd be, like, the prison... The prison mascot, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it is, it's just amazing. Like, there's one woman involved, Sharon Scranage, Scranage, and she was spying for Ghana, which is weird because basically there was this dude who was this agent, uh, and he named Michael Susudis, and he was a guy who was. Raised in America, mostly mostly an American guy, but worked for Ghana and moved there when he was a young adult. And he was like a playboy. Like, Will Smith should play this guy in a movie. He's like a playboy, international dude who's more American than Ghanaian. And he just seduced women at the CIA to sell him secrets to Ghana. He just had mm. that big dick energy, I guess, or whatever yeah. it is. But, like, this woman was, like, totally compliant CIA civil servant. And then was just, like, she just got in a, an affair with this Ghanaian... Playboy was like, I'll give you everything. <laughs> <laughs> Keep fucking me. Yeah. Give me gonorrhea. Give me gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Just let the crowd march right into my asshole. <laughs> let the walks in like people. Gonorrhea. <laughs> Dude, oh, I did I tell you about It's very, very good. <laughs> I was talking to the PA where I work, and she's from Cleveland, and we were looking up Cleveland based media companies, and one of the companies was legitimately <laughs> called. K L E M E D I A. Wow. <laughs> How would Clemen- you say that? Clemedia. Clemedia. Yeah. The company was called Clemedia. And she was so, like, yeah, dude, the guy. I don't think act- those are ropes and jizz. <laughs> the guy acted totally oblivious that there was any possible perceived double meaning to name No, it company. starts with a K. Clemedia. Yeah. <laughs> but the great thing is, I'm looking for this company, and every time I comp- my computer's like, did you mean cle- Clemedia? My computer's like, are you a dumb slut who doesn't know how to yeah, spell yeah. or what? Laura, we have your search history. We know what you want. Yeah, you yeah. dumb whore. Learn how to spell. Chlamydia. <laughs> no, I'm looking for a media company from Cleveland. <laughs> there are no media companies in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, that one actually changes. Uh, but yeah, so I you're mean, listening there's... to KLE Media, Chlamydia. Four oh five in the AM. <laughs> Catch the bird, Chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we can talk about the other spy guys, but I have less, more cursory knowledge of the rest of them. But those were, like, my favorite. I love the guy getting his whole family into it. Totally money movie. He made almost a million dollars. He's one of the very few spies who made almost a million dollars for the Soviet. Do, is it weird that I feel like uh, that I don't know more about 1985 being huge for this? Yeah, the year of the I, spy. I know. Well, it's yeah. funny because 1984 actually had more high-profile spy arrests, but 85 was the one that really broke through with the media. The media started digging into it. And... I, just the amount of spying. Well, the guy Walker, he said of the Navy, he's like Kmart has better security than the Navy. 
the problem was that basically people it's always talk, leaks. People always <laughs> yes. People always talk about like the CIA, like it's this like super high powered organization that has like nothing wrong with it, and they kill people wantonly whenever they want. And it's like, dude, you look at it. These CIA agents are like it's some of, of them are career alcoholics. They'll like leave <laughs> yeah. briefcases with state secrets on a New York City subway because they're drunk. Yeah, and like, well, I mean, the thing is, like, doing that work. It, you could be the biggest fuck up on earth. Come back to you know home base and be like, "Yeah, I was lucky to get out of there." Yeah. <laughs> and people yeah. will go, "Okay, yeah, I got yeah. a mean case of gonorrhea." <laughs> oh. Thank you. Thank you. For, I, think, I mean, jungle fever. What? Don't you, don't you think? Don't you think in 1985 they should have been more worried about the Libyans killing Don yeah. Brown yeah, yeah. in Ghana or what? Exactly. Libyans. Come on, watch yeah, out for these Libyans. Libyans. Yeah, but good thing he instead of building him a bomb, he sent him a. <laughs> Thing full of pinball machines. It's, yeah. it's just a goddamn jizz diaper. I would feel great for him. Oh fuck! This is fucking bonkers. Today I'm doing Adam Todd, Adam Todd's Brown, Adam Todd Brown's podcast today, and Leanne says this after we wrap. She goes, "I text my dad a lot, and we joke about conspiracy stuff or whatever. And one time he was meaning to text me love ya, and he texted Libya. So we just went back and forth, text Libya instead of love ya as a joke. And she's like, I swear to God, we were texting Libya." I sent him some video about some conspiracy thing, and then she's like, then my screen went white, and all these lines went across the screen like I've never seen before on my phone. And then it shut off, and she's like, turn it on again or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, your phone got hacked. Mm. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. Because of throwing around the word Libya? Yes, constantly mm. throwing around the word and Libya. And joking about conspiracies. And sending conspiracy with her videos. Father. And sending conspiracy yeah. videos. But I was just like, yeah, I'm sure there is an automatic thing that they have synced into where it's like, if you say the word Libya enough, yeah. at but, random but, times. But, but also, like, <laughs> yeah. But also, all that would do is, few, no conspiracy here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, can you imagine the two people at the NSA going, this right. lady and her dad said Libya <laughs> ten times. <laughs> Something's up. No, it's just a robot. Make a like, make no, a yeah, robot. Freak out. Me like Libya, like this combination. Uh, Libya came up on this. Too phone. much focus on Libya. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like cherries, how, beavers. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Year of the Spy is the year the spies were all arrested. Yeah, yes. like great. So they're great job, spies. Yeah. yeah well, like all I, in 1968. I the late 60s are really the years of the spy because most yeah. of these guys got into it during the height of Vietnam, and they actually did reveal a lot of information to the Soviets that they because during the Vietnam War, I don't think I realized this, there were so many times in operations and missions where the U.S. would say, why didn't this bombing operation work? And they would look back, they looked back on it, and a lot of these spies were telling, basically telling the Soviets, this is where these B-52 bombers are going to be, this is where these bombing operations are, and Soviets told the Vietnamese. Mm -hmm. It's no surprise. So that's basically, yeah, or if we had been at war with the Russians at that time, them knowing where every submarine is... We would have lost <laughs> just immediately. Yeah. I mean, the U the Soviets had nothing compared to us in terms of military hardware, but in terms of intelligence gathering, there yeah. have been spy operations in Russia for intelligence gathering since the czars. Yeah. Like the czars were spy operations. Yeah, and they have control top down of every major political organization, social, cultural, educational, yeah. and we don't have that. So it's like for the CIA, they were like. Man, we gotta get intelligent, son yeah. of a bitch. Mm -hmm. So it's tough, you know. Tough deal. It's tough out there. <laughs> it's tough out there for a drunk CIA agent who's yeah. just trying to make a living. What a diaper did, uh, You know, you fucking quit your job. You try to sell some goddamn yachts. It doesn't work out. You got an ex-wife who's nagging at you for these alimony payments. Yeah, I gotta spell, sell some spies to the Russians. Thought I was gonna be a bar owner. Now I'm a spy. <laughs> yeah, 
I guess a broad named Svetlana sucking on my hog, and I'm getting five hundred a month. No, my kid, my kid's still in high school, but I'm teaching him how to snoop around. <laughs> well, there was three hundred a week. He dropped out, but I got back into high school to, to spy for the Russians. Yeah, imagine him giving. Why don't you spy on those chicks in the shower, bro? <laughs> Parkies. <laughs> no, dude, fucking a family of spies got arrested in my neighborhood in Cambridge that were working since the early '80s for uh, Russia, and they got arrested in uh, 2013, 14 or something. Yeah, that was Whitey Bulger. Yes. Yeah, they brought their kid to Russia. Their teenage son, who was born in America, they brought him to Russia and were recruiting him to spy for them like, a couple years ago. <laughs> what did you do, Jesus? This summer? Yeah, I love my mom and dad to Moscow, and we learned about how the U.S. Are well, the funny thing about you know some of this this uh, Trump stuff and these sanctions that have happened, and, like shit, is like they're like you know some of the things they've been like we're gonna fucking uh, shut down this place that we kind of basically know is a hub for spies in this country, mm-hmm. and it's like. How come that wasn't done before? <laughs> yeah, like really. I mean, what are you just letting that place chill? Yeah. Well, I think well, that's what they do. sometimes, yeah, often. they do that just because they they have it tapped. Yeah, and so it's like let's find out how much information we can get right. from this. Yeah, yeah, it seems. But from watching stuff about spies, even more recently, like people who are working to like the guys who are involved in Benghazi and stuff, the guys who set that up, watching reports from the agents, they'll be like, "Yeah, so we we're watching him for about seven years. He changed his name three times. He got divorced. He went to Libya. He went to Tehran. He went to." And they'll say like, "And they're like, yeah. yeah, we're still watching him." And I'm like, "Why are we worried about the FBI tapping your phones? Apparently, all they do is just fucking sit on their hands. It's like it's." Re- <laughs> How little they do. It's amazing. Right, right. It's like calling the cops. They show up and yeah. shrug their shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, wow. Yeah, show up an hour later. Looks like you got robbed or something. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. We're not going to find that. <laughs> Anyways, there's nobody to shoot here. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you have a dog I can murder? <laughs> We're from the LA Dog Murder Task Force. <laughs> we also murder- dabble in minorities. <laughs> We're here to murder your dog and or black person as one becomes available. <laughs> Matt, I have no idea what you're gonna drop on me either, pal. Uh, and I so, don't. Do I want to know, dude? In a in a in a fit of uh, of uh, I don't know gonorrhea. <laughs> gonorrhea. You know, I was uh, I was out of uh, I was tired of electronic influences. You know, and uh, I remembered I my brother for Christmas years ago he bought me this great book that uh. uh and I've been, I read it a little bit the, uh, once, and I was like, you know, uh, I'll, here are some of the blurbs on the back. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, da, da. Blurb. <laughs> oh, man. I ache for a good blurb Dude, one day. Oh, blurbsages. I want to blurb all <laughs> over the back of Aaron's book. <laughs> Aaron's first book. High-functioning pervert tells all. Mm. So it's about this book. It's, uh, one person wrote, uh, he has produced an upright study of a usually prostrate subject. Oh! Oh, blurb my prostrate. Uh-huh. I'm going to blurb all over this chair. Employing an anecdotal style. I love it. That just, sounds so boring. <laughs> sounds, mm. So that's why I put it down the first time. And then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then... They uh, talked you out of it, huh? <laughs> a book I couldn't pick up. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, uh, uh, Dino uh, he wrote a, a musical and there's a blurb from David Cross in the back that says like I haven't read it yet <laughs> yeah yeah wow that's stunningly accurate <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I picked it up last night in the spirit of this podcast and uh, I already found many good things to cover it's called it's about the Civil War 
It's called The Stories the Soldiers Wouldn't Tell, Sex in the Civil War. Oh, thank God. By uh, Thomas P. Lowry, M.D. Let me loosen these corset strings. <laughs> Did they have those then? Oh. Yeah! My yeah, dearest Maggie, petticoats. My diaper <laughs> bursts with blurbs of jizz. This is why a lot of the soldiers died. Is they had no diapers. <laughs> you know, the, the biggest, the biggest cause of death in the Civil War was not uh, injury; it was gonorrhea. <laughs> no, I, I, okay, th- I literally just opened to a random page in, in the middle of the book, and here's two pictures. Uh oh, <laughs> trouble. What is it? Oh no! What is it? It's the studs. It's the studs. The STDs. Oh, it's gonorrhea for real. STDs. It's the results of the wrong fuck. Oh, I bet that guy tried to rub whiskey on his rod to keep burning off. You know what I mean? You no. know, uh, syphilis was actually um, didn't didn't exist. Uh, oh yeah, the natives gave it to us. Yeah. Jesus fucking yeah. Christ! <laughs> yeah, everyone Holy wants to talk Jesus. about how the white man gave the Native American smallpox, so, but folks, nobody folks. talks about how the Native American gave the world syphilis. Well, you know what? It was the Cubans. <laughs> it, be a small it was the sale. goddamn Cubans. It we got to get Cubans. revenge on those Native Americans. <laughs> it I was think. the Cubans. We, we got to kill those Native we've, Cubans. We've got to get that last guy. <laughs> that last so Native what I'm looking at here is. Uh, 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 this uh, person that's basically become like uh, from from the knees down. I think it's cabbage. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they it do looks look like, like straight- some vermicelli. <laughs> Doesn't that look like some straight up cabbage? And uh, yeah. that's syphilis. Mm-hmm. It's um. Just somebody that is dead or or, or surely about to be. <laughs> surely will be. Um, I'm dying. That's too, what they too, would say. I'm too, dying. Too far gonorrhea. <laughs> you know? It's pretty oh. fucking disgusting. So uh, the letters. Don't get it. <laughs> oh my god. You got it earlier, bro. Come on. Huh? Whop him? He no, got my favorite. Don't get it. He got my favorite seafood Say don't. dish, chlamydia. Oh, don't get chlamydia. Don't get it. Yeah, don't get syphilis. Oh, you oh don't. It out. Uh, yeah. I'm Life trying. Hack. Life hack. Yeah, yeah. He, he, Matt, Matt involved paper. <laughs> so, so in, in the. I only read through three chapters, and I um, got the idea today uh, for us all to read. Some of the letters. Yay. Great. Yay. I love it. Ken, Ken Burns never fucking put on his fucking reality docu- documentary. Yeah. yeah. Documentary. Yeah. Documentary. What oh. is this? Some kind of fucking uh, bullshit documentary? What is this? A document? What is this? A document film? A film? So this isn't a letter, but to speak of the, the spirit of the times... Uh, uh, pleasuring yourself was uh, not looked uh, upon favorably. Aww, it sure. was, uh, it was because be- uh, something that he pointed out. You know, the French very pro sex. Mm-hmm. The French always had prostitutes. Yes, uh-huh. but French the, um, ticklers. The American army and the British armies in the, in the Revolutionary War. They preferred rape. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to get the hard way. Yes, for it. but they also had camp followers. Okay. So every army had 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 a had a had a, had a, a group of women. Who were cook cooks? Soldier groupies. Well, no, there was a group of women who were cooks and maids. There was another group of women who were wives of some of the men, and then there was a third group of women who would fuck party girls. Whores. Yes, and it got to the point where George Washington had re- had to rec- he had to berate Congress to give him more money. And rations to feed the women who were fucking. Listen, powder my wig and fill my diaper. I need more of these party girls. <laughs> these whores are hungry. We can do these our whores own laundry. Ate for a big meal. The cum ain't doing it. Yeah, I su- say there's protein in them cums. I'm, su- I'm sure they're causing trouble in your towns. 
Send them over the river. But so masturbation, not look. I mean, fucking was. Here's here's one brief note about about masturbation. William Hampton of Company M, 2nd Nebraska Cavalry, 23, he had dark hair, gray eyes. Three months into service, he died at Camp Cook in Dakota Territory. The cause? Mania from masturbation. (laughs) I know that game. (laughs) (laughs) You can't stop me. I'm going to live forever. (laughs) Well, you know what Diogenes, the uh, Stoics uh, philosopher, said of masturbation? When he was caught masturbating in public and put before the public court, he was like, "Get out of here!" He said, he said "I'm nothing. <laughs> Get out of here! I'm making ropes. I'm making rope stitches." No, he said, "If only I, if only I could relieve my hunger by rubbing my stomach." He said, "If only I could relieve my hunger yes. by rubbing my stomach, I would." Yeah. <laughs> He's just, I just love that attitude. Yeah. <laughs> if only yeah, I'd be like, yeah, it'd be a great life. <laughs> you wish you had it so good. <laughs> he Stroking. lived in a giant wine jug Stroking. and ate onions. <laughs> he did. He lived in a barrel, actually. Did you know that about Diogenes? Yes. Yeah, he lived in a barrel. That's why I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It sounded made up. Yeah. What are you riffing? What are you making stuff up that's real? <laughs> what are you having to laugh? <laughs> what are you having to laugh? All right. So I'm gonna read this one diary entry, and then I'm going to hand out uh, the other letters to you guys. This is from the diary of John B. Fletcher. He was heading north by steamboat, and he wanted, I think he was going to Minnesota or some shit. This is 1863, but he was delayed in Memphis, and he wrote this in his diary. December 14th, Dwight and I, Dwight and myself went to the theater last night, had a good time. I hardly know when I shall start up the river. December 15th, it's a pleasant kind of day. Indeed, I must start up today or tomorrow without fail. December 16th, I'm still with Dwight. I'm enjoying myself very much. December 17th, a very cold kind of morning. Dwight and myself went to the theater last night, had a first-rate time. I should go up the river in two or three days. December 18th, it's a very pleasant morning. I intend to leave here tomorrow without fail. Had an introduction to Miss Annie Rennie. December 19th, I have not gone yet. Shall go on the first boat. Spent the afternoon with Annie. Annie Rennie, fucked good. Had a first-rate time. Oh, first first rate. rate, top tier. December 20th. Had a first rate time last night with Annie. Fuck good. I do hope there will be a boat going up today. I'm very anxious to get north. What a life he lived. Why didn't he leave the city? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck oh, good. Annie, your snatch is so delightful. Who oh, could oh, think do of I get traveling up the river? First rate, baby. First, first rate. Had a first rate time. First oh, rate. first rate. None of that second rate snatch you'd be getting. Harris Levin of Company L, 2nd uh, Virginia Reserves, writing in 1864 from Drury's Bluff. Several nights a week, our lonely post is visited by two sisters who are rentable for riding. Oh, oh nice. They visit the boys at Brooks and Sam's also, as they lived at Hatcher's. Amanda is about 15, my favorite. Oh. She has never asked for more of me than good poking. But does of the others, but a sister Carrie will ask pay for accommodations to me so you know which I choose. <laughs> oh, God! Sometimes they bring a black woman Whoa. with them, and the gentlemen prefer her. But I had, but I have never had wealth enough to acquire such tastes. Damn. I love that uh, black woman is in parentheses here. What was the... <laughs> what, was, what was... Yeah, the original. Ebony Queen? <laughs> I think yeah. you know it wasn't any of those. It was uh, a sapphire. I like it when they show the map of uh, porn keywords by state. The oh, most yeah. popular, yeah. and like, and like, and like, in like, like a bunch of southern states, it's ebony, and then it gets like the really dumb ones, and it just says black. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't know the word ebony at all. Yeah, they're not familiar with the euphemisms. E- Ebenezer uh, Scrooge. 
<laughs> Julia Higgins of Mill Springs wrote to her, quote, dear and intended husband on November 25th, 1863, suggesting that when he meet, met some Yankees, he could whip two or three of them easily. If you fetch one home, we can keep him to milk the cows. When we get married, he can sleep with your ugly black girl. Send the best looking one you can. Julia again, writing after a mutual friend became pregnant, quote, She said she felt good enough when making it. If it felt as good as it did to me the first time you put it in the full length, it struck bottom, that is sure. <laughs> what? He bottomed out? He bottomed out. Oh, That's some cervix get, action. Get that Jesus nice. Christ Rocking almighty. that cervix. Going to start a period early. Did I want guys mark. start a woman's period early? No. Oh, my God. I've ended one, girls. <laughs> I have a friend, and he's like, yeah, I've started Broke, a few girls' periods early. <laughs> Oh my god. Close the loop. Break the cycle of violence. <laughs> you could start a woman's period too early. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. there was a meme I found as a black girl being like, unless you gotta start this period early, you better lower your voice when you're talking to me. <laughs> wow. Wow. Laura, right, your turn. Okay. Okay, grab one. Oren A. Hammer of the 26 North Carolina wrote to his friend John Harrington. You ought to have been with me on Christmas. I, together with several other officers, went over to Petersburg, got drunk, and fucked out. We stayed two days and nights. You ought to have seen me going to be with a gal. I tell you, it is a heap better than sleeping with a man. I have a notion of taking to one to myself if I can find one fool enough to have me. Wow. <laughs> I prefer pussy to cockles. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing they talk about in the book, a lot of soldiers, uh, there was a party one night. They held a Christmas party, and there weren't any women around, so all the drummer boys dressed up as women. They danced with the men, and then they all went and fucked. Oh, my God! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And one of the drummer boys was was quartered by a, cor- a corporal, and he lifted up his, his skirt, and he said, Do you like what you see? And the corporal said, I do. And then he fucked him. Oh, my dear well, God. Well, do you ever read about how many animals armies used to bring with them just to fuck? <laughs> what? Oh, oh, my God. What? Like in the army's provision of supplies, and like especially in the Middle East and the Near East and all uh, ancient times or whatever, it would be like you have to bring like 500 goats for all these guys to fuck. Like there would be these kings of these great grand Persian empires and stuff, and they would have special goats that they would make like silk pillowcases and little outfits and bells and stuff to put on them. Oh, bell bottoms. (laughs) (laughs) Ox and bell bottoms. Let's bring it with us in case we get hungry. Yeah. Well, there's Put a rep- some li- you know what I like with my roast goat? Lipstick and perfume. <laughs> yeah. Put some clogs on that ox. There was, and, uh, there was a, there's a report you can read online. I'll send it to you. But it's the transcript of this army officer's report for the British Army in the 19th century where this cook was found to have been fucking all of these geese and chickens and then killing them by fucking them because chickens have such, you know, they have a cloaca. Delicate sensibility. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a swan, a goose. And then he was raping them. They were dying. And then he was cooking them for dinner. Yeah. And then they were like, the men got very sick of goose. And this guy was just jizzing these geese. And yeah, he's filling the geese up with ropes. It's a peculiar ropes taste to the geese tonight. Very salty, this goose. Anyway, Is this a to-duckin? To-fuckin? Such a... Such a sultry long neck on the goose, but it tastes like it's filled with a rope of jizz. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, it's like you the wishbone. You got to break that rope of juice in half. You know that when you have a long night and you're <laughs> fucked out from chicken? <laughs> You know that a cloaca has no end. <laughs> you cannot bottom out. It's like God's love. It has no end, baby. This is a this is from an unnamed person in the Union scouting party. After chasing a group of Confederate pickets from White's Tavern on Charles City Road, pickets were the uh, kind of lookouts. They would be further ahead up of from the army, and so apparently they had got a little too close to the Union. And but uh, this is uh, from Henrico County in Virginia, 1865. Found we had interrupted a party in the side room. Our little Ernest Stein was left in bed, ready, paid, but unused. We were too much of, we were too much of the gentleman to leave a lady in such distressing a condition. Oh no, Ernest, wow. a lady. I would like to read some more of these. Yes, uh, in yes. for a very long time. Yeah. this is. It's the best. I want Ugh. someone to read me these before I go to sleep at night. <laughs> I want to be like all bundled up, made into a little blanket burrito, and I just want to be like, tell me these stories. Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh, they didn't leave her in distress. Oh, great. <laughs> put, put on your PJs. Laura. I know. She was yes. paid and no one fucked her. Oh, Days after I'll the Battle of Valverde, New Mexico, <clears throat> an unnamed soldier in Captain James Patty Grayson, Patty Graydon's spy company, wrote in his diary, end quote. My scout party met up with four tipless half-breed girls who had been well used by the rebels. They were so lived up from their battles, they offered us their favors at prices unheard of by the girls at Fort Craig. After much pleasuring, we found that the invaders had paid them off in rebel money. This we bought. Back in our camp, we sold it as souvenirs so dead that we had our pleasure and a lot of money for more pleasure. Oh, oh my god. Pleasures abound upon These pleasures. four titless half breed girls oh, were god. selling their pussy on fire sale. Mm-hmm. They really and had I'll a little. be goddamned if we didn't scoop it up <laughs> because a pussy saved is a pussy earned, my brothers. I like to remain nameless. Yeah. <laughs> we also paid them in that day of rebel money because it has no value. Dixie <laughs> Crats forever. They really had a way with words back then, didn't they? Like uh, if yeah. you had that voice, you could run as a Dixiecrat today, and people would be like, That seems cool, it's retro, I like it. <laughs> titless half breed. Oh, oh boy, I can't ride the bus anymore. It's too many titless half breeds on that bus. Oh my god, it's just everyone in like wheelchairs and alcoholics and titless half breeds. Henry Schelling of Company F, 64th Illinois Volunteers, on November 21st, 1863, to quote Friend William Friend. of Giles County, Tennessee, said. I hope you will be in Charleston when this letter reaches you. You will have lots of black women. (laughs) 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 I know how to get you, son of a bitch. I hope hope when this letter reaches you, you will have lots of black women. (laughs) Fucking. I hope I will try and get a little white skin. There is four whole houses here when a man can get a single jump for $3, $5 for all night in Tennessee money. You may think I am a hard case, but I am as pious as you can find in the army. (laughs) How's about that there, then? That is beautiful. Bow, bow, bow. 
Patreon getting their money's worth tonight. <laughs> yeah, rebel money. <laughs> <laughs> this name, I love this name, by the way. I love weird names. Like, I used to collect weird names of emails from people that I got from companies like Penny Shank. And oh, whatever. hello, Edith my one Nagel. good friend. Penny Shank. Penny Shank, Edith Nagel. Real names! <laughs> uh, Penny Shank, who does that? Eli Vizi, V-E-A-Z-I-E. Eli Vizi. Eli Vizi, Massachusetts soldier in Virginia. April 1863, wrote to a friend after visiting Washington, D.C. I'm going to do some boxing. I had a gay old time, I tell you. Lack of beer and a horse and a buggy and in the evening horizontal refreshments are in plainer words, right in a Dutch scale. Had a good time, generally, I tell you. I can take care of two correspondents for some time, I see. Any quantity, women around, a plenty whores, a little taunting don't go bad. I just want to repeat this because I don't even these words. I'm like, were these yeah, words? I, didn't know what I had a gay old I had a gay old time, I tell you. Lager beer and a horse and buggy and in the evening horizontal refreshments. Or in plainer words, riding a Dutch gal. I love that someone would be reading that and be like, wait, horizontal uh-huh. refreshments. Oh, uh, excuse me, speak a little plainer. A Dutch girl? A Dutch gal. A Dutch, Dutch gal. gal. Had a good horizontal time, generally, I tell you. I can take care of two correspondents for some time. That's piss. That's your correspondent in the field and your correspondent in the bush, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I see any quantity of women around a plenty horse. This is weird about this. Why is plenty horse? I think plenty horse is the name, is like what they would call uh, the areas where whorehouses are. Now, were. welcome mm-hmm. to the stage, plenty horse. Give wow. it up, guys. Dude. Plenty horse. Very, very, very. Very, very lyrical. Yes. A little totin, don't go bad. I, don't, I looked up totin, could not find an explanation for it. Is that totin, token, token? Everybody, everybody and talked and all smoking. fucking winky back then. Yeah. 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 Oh <laughs> Everyone was God. like, they're fucking train spotting Irvin Welsh, goofed up on yeah. horse pills and whatever. All be bobbles and such. Yes. Bobble me gobbledy gook. Here's from Charles B. Hayden, September 19th, 1861. He wrote that he was amused by uh, that the colonel had been cursing men affected, infected with venereal disease, and all he wrote was, uh, "Since then, one of them induced him to trade drawers, and in this way, he gave the first corporal the clap." <laughs> wow! Mm. Oh boy! Be careful oh. who you're. Be careful who you're chewing out, corporal. I know <laughs> you're switching drawers with. Yeah, why would you? Grabs my crown. What did he have to say to convince oh, him to oh, switch? Wait. switch underwear. Have you ever heard the story about Oprah and Gail and how they became best friends and how they were both working at a news station? There was a storm and something happened, and Gail's like, "I had to stay at Oprah's place." And Oprah is like, "Do you need some underwear?" Oprah like offered her her underwear, and I was like. They were both adult women. I was like, the in my lifetime. The funny thing about my underwear is that you have to put them on with your, your mouth. mouth. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I'm like, as an adult woman, I don't think there's ever been a situation where me and another adult woman would be like, well, I have to stay at your place. Well, do you want to wear my underwear? Do you need any underwear or anything? <laughs> what is this? Dude, do you need any underwear? What the fuck hey, is wrong with you? Do you need to fill my diaper up with ropes of jizma? <laughs> Dude, do you need a fresh diaper? Hey, do you need to like take a piss in my hot salty mouth? Hey, really quick, I just want to let you know that my uh, my hygiene is laxatives. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, also, I use laxatives, and um, uh, oh, dude, uh, the bathroom is uh, my face. Uh, it's actually in my face. Yeah. So if you're looking for the bathroom, it's just right here. Yeah, I'll leave the light on for you. Yeah. We'll leave the light on. Oh, do you need these panties? They definitely don't smell like my pussy. You definitely don't want to put them on your face, dude. 
Or maybe she just knew that, you know, throughout the day, Gail was pissing herself. Oprah! <laughs> Oprah! Maybe, maybe it was like, you know, when, you know when somebody offers you a piece of gum because your breath stinks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need some fresh panties. Gail, yeah. do you hey, need, you need some... the underwear? It's clearly full of ropes of shit. <laughs> also, the weirdest thing I can imagine is putting on a stranger's baggy panties. <laughs> like, baggy underwear. Like, it doesn't fit. These you're are like, my mother's. Hey, you know, Gail, uh, you're walking around my house uh, and you're without underwear. Drawers. You know, I've got some spackle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Seal that hatchet wound shut. <laughs> yeah. The Gale Diaries. What would oh those God. underwear be worth now? Oh, my God. <laughs> what is she, like a Sudanese man? She wants to seal up her clip. <laughs> Aaron? Aaron? Take it away. Hugh D. Cameron of the 3rd North Carolina Cavalry. Hugh Cav- D. Cameron? Hugh. 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 H-U-G-H. D. Cameron of the 3rd North Carolina Cavalry to John Harrington. The same John Harrington from the other one. Ah, He kept his letters. (laughs) And I quote, The scariest thing here is the cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God! Never mind the mortars and uh, gunfire. No, it's scarier than mortars, gunfire, slavery, uh, dysentery, death, disease, cunt! The scariest thing here is cunt. <laughs> the damned Negroes will not give a fellow a bite. I've not got but three tastes since I've been in Virginia, and I run up with the great city of Petersburg, and I got that from two fine-looking women. I tell you, the three gals cost me but $11. Tom Lane got some with <laughs> Wait, 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 who? Oh, boy. Who? I tell oh, boy. you, I tell you, the three gals cost me but $11. Tom Lane got some with me twice from the same gal. He says it is some better than the widow. Illegible nonsense. It's presumably where he nutted on the (laughs) parchment. He couldn't write the the widow's name correctly. John, I expect you to give them old whores fits and rally. They come nigh getting all your substance. What? <laughs> substance. What? They come nigh getting oh, all your substance. All the Jesus contents Christ. of your jizz diapers. <laughs> come nigh. I don't even know what that means. Come Tom nigh, Lane. come forth. Tom Lane and I ran a train on these girls in Raleigh. <laughs> this is how Raleigh women be. A uh, unnamed musician in the 14th North Carolina Regimental Band reporting from Carlisle, Pennsylvania on June 27th, 1863 after capturing a large supply of Yankee whiskey. Mm. Some of the Pennsylvania women, hearing the noise of the revel and the music, dared to come near us. Soon they had formed the center of attention and joined the spirit of the doings. After much whiskey and dancing, they shed most of their garments and offered <laughs> us to their bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love being offered most I mean, of my bottoms. I mean, <laughs> I imagine that looks like a curtsy. Like, <laughs> would you? Or, or them offering their gay best friend up. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. offered us their bottoms. <laughs> Here's Chad. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hi, I'm Chad. After they shed most of their garments. Most O- offered bottoms. us their bottoms. What beautiful language. I'm, off- s- I'm scared of cunts, <laughs> too. <laughs> oh, my God. Each took, on, each took on dozens of us, squealing in delight. For me, it was hard to come, easy go. 
For me, it was hard come, easy go. Jesus Christ almighty, <laughs> ropes. <laughs> the South Shore. It's probably hard to come if you're like 24. Each of these women that offered the their bottoms took on dozens of these fellas. Dozens. Ooh. Dozens. Ooh. It's a squee- squealing in delight. I'm just, I'm sore just thinking about it. <laughs> squealing in delight. My pussy just receded to my asshole thinking about that many Pro- cats. Probably just, probably just, uh, just wailing and squealing agony. Squealing in delight. Ooh. By and the all, way, they and, were pigs. And, uh, and by the way, also all uncut, which delights me. Yeah. Lo- you know why I like an uncut dick? It feels like those little tubes filled with blue water and little starfish and plastic seahorses. They have a gift shops. You know those squeezy things? That's what I want out of How do you know these guys were uncut? They didn't circumcise guys much during that time. How do you know? By medical stores. I mean, I can show you in the book if you'd like. Well, yeah. I would love to see a big... They would die of dysentery if anything. Although oh, that one looks cut. There's what? a drawing of a penis here, no, right? It's he definitely t- he cut. He pulled the skin back. Uh, pulled no, the I don't skin. see. I don't see rolls there. Uh, I don't know. I know what a, 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 a skin know. back penis looks like. I'm gonna look up circumcision rates, and also, I'm gonna get back a, to oh, there it is. There's another one. It's a cut. It's a, cut? a nice. That's cut. A, that's a, it's, a la- it's a lady holding oh. the top of a cut penis. Yeah, that is a cut dick. Yeah. Uh, that's wow, a cut, I gotta look this up. Uh, that's see, a cut I dick. always assumed that circumcision only became into fashion in the U.S. after World War II, primarily, and was seen as a Jewish thing before then. I'm gonna read this. Private Orville. Bumpus about the women of Bumpus? the... Bumpus? Bumpus, yeah. He should be the mascot of this podcast. Private Marvel Bumpus about the women of the piney woods of northern Alabama. He wrote to his wife, The state of morals is quite low as the soil. Almost all the women are given to whoredom and the ugliest, sallow-faced, Shaggy-headed, barefoot, dirty wretches you ever saw. Wow. Hordem. He didn't like it there, I take it. Hordem. Pissing my ass. <laughs> no, it's worse than Hordem. No, it's worse than Hordem. Boredom. That's what's worse than Hordem. That's Boredom. true. That's true. That's true. File it. Stack it. Count it. Jane. Worse than Hordem. <laughs> Jane Keeler to her husband, L. Nathan who was stationed with the 16th New York at Petersburg, Virginia in 1864. She sent him a box of goods with a note that included this thought. Here we go. Don't let that horseradish make you horny, for I am not there, you know, and I don't believe them blacks taste good unless it's in the dark. Jesus <laughs> Christ. So many things here. Horseradish. Horse <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> oh don't you get all really? turked up on that horseradish now. After racism, after tar for the course, horseradish makes you horny? She was at least progressive and like, well, at least in the dark they say. probably good. just a <laughs> shitload yeah. of heartburn. If you, you can't, know, if you can't uh, look into their fright. Nice. We're all, bl- eyes. We're all blind in here, <laughs> we are all and blind. all these dicks taste the same. <laughs> in the dark. Delicious. <laughs> My God, I like- got one here from a, a soldier stationed at City Point, Virginia, Frank Lyman. He complained in a letter home. Simply, one sentence. We cannot get anything here but fucking, and that is plenty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Stop it! Oh, Please what stop a nutting. Great. Oh my god. Great. Just great. nuts. Can you yeah. imagine just nuts of vapor? But there's you got, no like, peanut no butter. Nutrients. You have, like, and no that's nutrients. fine. Just nutting vapors and powders. And we can't get anything here but nutting, and I'm that's mudding. fine. We're gonna nut- starve to death, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. We He's, can't get it. Yeah, my diaper's full of fucking asbestos ropes. Nut, nut everywhere, and not a drop to, <laughs> to nut. To nut. <laughs> Can you imagine just like nutting bone marrow because you're so depleted? That's how I do it. <laughs> just a string of like it looks like a Twizzler coming out of you. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how I do it. Oh my god, I want video. It's a, it's a Twizzler. I want videos peel. of these red molten nuts. <laughs> I uh, so this isn't exactly from the Civil War, but it's about Walt Whitman, okay. and it's included in this book. And so I want to uh, I'll read read this section. Edward Carpenter, who, when a young man, was delighted was the delighted recipient of Whitman's fellatio, which he demonstrated years later to Gavin Arthur. In nineteen twenty-three, Arthur was twenty was twenty, and Carpenter was eighty. Carpenter, an ordained American priest, writer, and gay mystic, asked Arthur to spend the night. They discussed Whitman. Arthur I believe this is um Arthur writing. How did he make love? I forced myself to ask. I will show you, he smiled. Let us go to bed. We were both naked, and we lay side by side on our backs, holding hands. He snuggled up to me and kissed my ear. I gave myself up to the old man's marvelous petting. I, of course, had a throbbing <laughs> erection, but he ignored it for a long time. Oh, that's good shit. Very gradually. <laughs> I, I don't see that. Very gradually, however, he got nearer and nearer. At last, his hand was moving between my legs and his tongue was in my belly button. Oh. <laughs> that 80 year old man's tongue in your. That's so cute. That is so cute. Probably pure white. Oh, my God. That's not cute at all. <laughs> that's not my asshole, old man. That's adorable. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold Adorable. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You little belly button. And then, when like he was Walt tickling Whitman. my fundament, Aww. when he was tickling my fundament, and I could no, not hold it any longer, his mouth closed just over the head of my penis, and I felt my young vitality flowing. He did not suck me at all. It was really Carezza. Carezza? I meant to look that up, yeah. but I'm sure it's... Um, I know what that is. <laughs> um... You do. Uh, yeah, I think I heard uh, Alan Watts talk about it once. But... Carezza? Carezza, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what the fuck is it? How do you spell it? Um, K-A-R-E-Z-Z-A. Yeah, I think it's like... Um, it's it's in italics, so maybe it's a work of... Uh, I, it's, a, it's a book or something? I fucking have heard of it before. I think I've heard Alan we Watts gotta, talk. I think it's like know. a weird... T- oh, I think it's like know. a weird... Like, so, because uh, I got to know what jizz flowing into an 80-year-old <laughs> man's mouth is. I think it's a weird in, like spiritual like, tantra thing. It was Carezza, baby. It was jazz, daddy jazz. It was jazz. We were skit 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 skit. Here, um, skit, skit yeah, skit. yeah, that's what it is. Okay, Carezza, jazz. Dude, I'm so good at this shit. <laughs> I'm so fucking good at this shit. What? Looking up shit on the phone? <laughs> no, just like calling it out. What? It's um, sex without <laughs> orgasm. What I tell you? Some weird spiritual oh tantra shit. And no, I, I no orgasm. said spiritual tantra shit. Coitus reservatus. Yes. No, no, this is bullshit. So did he guy, nut or not? The I, guy who who the, did, did the, he nut or not? The old man didn't nut. No, no, I had this before. A dude was like, I learned how to internalize my orgasms, and I'm like, yeah, latex allergy works as an excuse too. And <laughs> yeah, you have like, my nuts actually chug it. You know, I actually don't come, so like I can totally fuck you raw. It's like, yeah, I'm sure, whatever. Oh yeah, Moving fucking on. Alan Watts, <laughs> dude. 
I'm so good at this. What? What? I'm looking up things that I'm What about looking up not nutting nonsense? <laughs> Anti-nut bigotry? What was your thoughts about what it was? Carissa, I thought it was jazz. Yeah. You did, didn't you? I you did not jazz. Look up. Oh, shit. Yeah, I thought it was jazz. I was giving it a good guess. You didn't say, you said it was some spiritual bullshit. You I said spiritual tantra shit. Tantra is a sexual practice. All right, but what? So the guy didn't nut once the mouth came into play? He, it was. He, he tantra is all. also a non nutting nonsense shit. Yeah, he edged he, shit. You take shit. Or, or, or the old edging. man, the old man edged him until uh, until he, he he didn't even have to suck him off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Which I mean, very Whitman. You know the yeah, he always no he always waited until the end of the poem to ass. really hit you. Yeah. Leaves of grass, my ass, yeah. Walt Whitman. Wait yeah. to leave me. Oh, waiting. Captain, my captain. Yeah. You know what yeah. that's called? I'm gonna jack off later. That's what that's called. <laughs> Sky's I'm gonna have to masturbate later. I'm gonna have to do it all. My goddamn self. It's gonna be like a fucking school project. Everyone's gonna say they're gonna do shit, and then Lara Crawford. At the end of the day, he's gonna have to spend all night feeling a pussy. I like Jesus how I like Christ. how I like how this dude's Jesus like homeboys acting like he can't see my gigantic throbbing <laughs> erection. Oh, you can't see a twenty-year-old's cock when you're too fucking old. Your bitch is all fuzzy. That's yeah. a throbbing twenty-year-old boner. Licking you better, my belly button. You better get on that shit. You better get on the twenty-year-old bone. Can you but you imagine like? Huh, it was Carezza Daddy. Yeah. This, this eighty-year-old yeah, man's really eighty-year-old yeah. man's really taking his time here. Yes. Oh yeah, we don't have much of it left. Yeah, I don't want to leave. Can you imagine have that ghoulish old sack of molten skin next to you? No. Jesus Christ! I what know. a nightmare. Well, that's why he—that's why he sat. But he was behind him. You know, so he no, just close your eyes you the whole time. You feel that crepe paper and goo. Uh. <laughs> it just feels like a sack of jelly covered Jesus. in crepe pra- paper. It's practice of Carezza and tantric. Continents. Why are you? Why are you validating Alice this Alice Stockham with coined the term carezza, derived from the Italian word carezza. Is it to caress? Oh, really? Oh. To oh, describe. To uh, describe. Co- not yeah. nutting nonsense. To describe coitus reservatus, aka non nutting nonsense. <laughs> but the idea was already in practice that the Oneida community. Alan Watts believed, in error, that carezza was a Persian word. The concept of carezza is loosely akin to tantra. Dude, I, all right, great. All, all I wanted to know is if the guy came. I don't care if you're right. I just want to know if he came. <laughs> yeah. He said he came. Alan Watts is like, I'm going to make the supercomputer of the future and not not. Yeah. Or he'd be like, I'm going to, I'm going to make a computer and not not. That, you're thinking about <laughs> Alan <laughs> Turing. Oh, I'm sorry. You're thinking of Alan Turing. What he is? said he felt, the, he felt his young vitality flowing. He came, John. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. So how was it Carezza if he's nutting but not... The old guy didn't come. Or it was just edging until... He, he felt it yeah. flowing but not roping. Oh, maybe. Well, it was like, <laughs> it was like, I think it was like a non... Like, it wasn't like he was like, I'm going to suck you off forever and then you're going to blow a huge load. It was like, oh, fuck, I can't believe I'm nutting. I think it was like yeah, a yeah, surprise yeah. nut. It yeah, because like he, he didn't suck him off, but he almost, he got to the point where he just like put his mouth over it. Yeah. And that was that he was sucked him off. Not, like, he sucked the nut, him off. It was a sneak up nut. It was like a nut that snuck up on him. That's a good one. That's a good one. I do not Mm. think he nut. It's a sneaky nut. You do not think he nut. I don't think he nut. No, it's a sneaky nut. Let's go back to the literature. He said he felt his young vitality flowing. I think it was flowing, but not not blurbing, if you will. He didn't blurb? (laughs) Not blurbing. Not roping. He good? He didn't... Well, the the idea of fucking without Mm. coming... 
uh, was an aspect of a religious cult that I will see if there's enough info to cover. Enjoy. That is enjoyed. There's, a, there's nothing I love it's more than fucking practice. for hours and not coming. Did oh I, my god, you've had sex with someone on, uh, ST, on uh, depression meds too. <laughs> you know the well, uh, oh, I love it. It's just going on forever. Oh, it's great. I, uh, he was tickling uh, his fundament. <laughs> he was tickling his fundament. And when he could not hold it any longer. His mouth closed just over the head of my penis, and I felt my young vitality flowing. Hmm. Sounds like it sounds like, like that to me. It sounds yeah. like you just read us a secret. He it did not like suck me at all. Described a nut. He did not suck me at all. Yeah, see, it's very, it's that, very. It was no, but that really caretza. It was really caretza. Hmm. Caretza. That's like something Giada de Laurentiis would make on a show. Today I'm going to make caretza. <laughs> Today I'm going to have two, an eighty-year-old gay man very not come no. in my kitchen. Yeah, when I watch her, I get caretza. Yes, I can't come because she seems to have too many teeth in her head, and they would all rip your dick asunder like the fucking Pennywise clown in a. You know, <laughs> why can't I think of the word for uh, where he hangs out? Sewers. I'm yeah. a creepy guy, and I live in the sewer. <laughs> I'm a creepy guy, yo, Mitsukoretsu, and all the jazz. And my, my high jeans lacks it. Hip and a hip and a hip hop. Wow. <laughs> Oh. That was some. That was some good shit, Matt. Thanks. I was really, really, really into hearing those guys talk about disgusting, filthy sex. I don't know if you guys titless heard it titless. when you guys when you guys heard all those anecdotes. Were you just kind of like, I feel like I can smell it. <laughs> yes, whiskey and campfire uh, and old just, snacks. Yeah. yeah, and like a barely yeah. wiped asshole. <laughs> a lot yeah. of barely wiped assholes. Certainly none of them shaved. It's such, no. a camp, it's such a camp fuck. It's such a camp fuck. It's campfire. It's weird food, alcohol, mm-hmm. and dirty asshole. Yeah. I think you had to get drunk to fuck then. You had to get yeah. drunk to fight in a war then, yeah. and to fuck. You had to get drunk to do everything. Well, like, I mean, like they had a, they probably had a whiskey ration. There's probably yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Wh- just kill whiskey. all the poison in your blood. Yeah, yeah. 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 Put on that rod to get rid of that syphilis. Yeah, uh, syphilis. 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 Did I tell you about the time I called the FBI? No. I called the FBI to be like, um. I was like, hey, I want to know what all the, uh... <laughs> what was all the fuss about? No, no, no. I, was, I, I seriously called up the FBI. A total idiot. I was just like, calling up I was like, hey, I want to talk to somebody about uh, cults. <laughs> and uh, they were like, okay. And uh, they patched me through to somebody. Hey, cults. And uh, I was like, what's the deal with all the cults you guys are investigating right now? And they're like, we can't talk about ongoing investigations. And I was like, no, this is a job. And I was like, I know, but I want to go there. So, like, can you just tell me, like, Where what are, are the ones that are weird? And they were like, to, like, cool. And, and they were like, yeah, again, we can't just say, like, we're investigating this cult because then it's like, you know, uh, like politically incorrect kind of, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, and, and but there is it. one where Caretza. they're not nutty. No, no but interestingly Caretza. enough, what they did was uh, they were like, you know, if you want to find out about stuff that is sketchy, but the government can't really say so, a good place to look is the Southern Poverty Law Center. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 They were yeah. like, they were yeah, like yeah, just yeah, go over yeah. there, and they, they're basically calling it out yeah. under freedom of speech, yeah. but they're not yeah. a government agency, so they won't get in trouble. Yep. Right. And so they were like, just check well, that shit wait, out. Yeah. That might be a good call, place. Didn't they also say that Insane Clown Posse was a gang? Juggalos, the FBI, right? yeah, no, SPLC said that. Oh, yeah, that yes, I think gang. so. Yeah. Been, they yeah. also talk about the uh, Odinists. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Those spooky people. Mm-hmm. They are labeled by the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center. Right. Right. Um, to be continued. Yeah. Uh, you know what I've noticed they don't do a lot of good work on? Southern poverty. <laughs> yeah. Still everywhere. Yeah, still legal. Particularly in the South. <laughs> Particularly in the South. Many Southern poor people who would use some legal help. Yeah. Instead of going after juggalos. Yeah. And um, they do. They do have like. I mean, like the fun. If you go. But to, no. Yeah, that is a good resource. You, yeah. If you go to that that thing though, it's funny because they have some like, super 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 miscellaneous ones and like. There'll be even kind of like sort of like Jewish supremacy groups yeah. and stuff oh, like that. Like the Hasids. Uh, yeah, but it's like <laughs> like militancy and like yeah. you know like uh, folk. But it's in America. Yeah, You're yeah. like, you know, it's in places like, you know, Miami and yeah. shit like that. Brooklyn, Brooklyn but, but, Miami. But I love the idea that there's like some weird like hate groups you don't know about unless you like go check this shit out on the yeah. side. Oh yeah. You don't think there's Super like niche. You don't think it's there's so like niche. you don't think there's like a Filipino hate group that's like Manny Pacquiao is God, everybody else. And the is thing shit. is that they're, they're so tiny and so niche, but still the Southern Poverty Law Center is on top of it and being yeah. like, This is you. sketchy, this is sketchy, you know. We got you, we all got you, we got you. Motherfuckers are shady. Yeah, like they've got, got it all they've, unlocked. They've got like all one hundred and eighty two white power groups, but they also have the two Jewish supremacy <laughs> groups. Yeah. Oh hate hate yeah. group? We're more of a hate team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you think they're like, there are hate groups out there that like are, are waiting to make it? Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, definitely like, totally. Absolutely. Word is on the street. The next month, the SPLC is going to be <laughs> adding us to their list of hate group. So, yeah. Yeah, they're going to be a group that was like, we're not. Well, oh, hate. We're just frustrated. We're just upset. We're not. We're not hateful, but we're yeah. very frustrated about uh, you know the diminishment of the white man, etc. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, listen, I mean, we don't hate cockroaches, but we do want to exterminate them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Aaron. yeah, I mean, I don't hate anyone. I just think that no, six no, no, million no, I'm is pretending quite to be one of those guys. Numbers. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Agree. <laughs> it's an outrageous. actual Wait, thoughts here. What did you here? just say? Six million. An outrageously large number. Yes or no? Huh? <laughs> what? I don't hate anyone. I just think six million is a very large number. I just can't count that. Why high. can't I just say that? Why can't I just talk about how big a number that is? I just can't count that high, dude. I can't. I just don't think the number exists, period. <laughs> I just, yeah. yeah. What, what are you going to save up for all those zeros, dude? Yeah. How many fingers do you need to count on? I mean, that's too many people. With an earth this flat? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you gonna put all those zeros, bro? Oh my god! Uh, one like um, the cult, the cult near me in uh, in uh, in Florida was. This is really cool. They were like, um, they had they had this shit going on. Uh, where they were like, the earth is round, but... <laughs> but... Time for that delicious caveat. It's round the other way. <gasps> what does that mean? That like, means it's flat here on the top. No, like the curvature will go up because we're inside the circle. Oh. Whoa, dude. So they would, they, would be, they would be on the coast in Florida where I lived, and they would be measuring along the beach. Because they, <laughs> they, they, like, they would be like, work. if you go long enough, you'll see that the curve goes oh, up. Oh, my God. And they really believed that the earth was round inside out. Oh, that's uh, am- I, that's amazing. Isn't that incredibly I good? Love that. But part of this cult also was not having children. <laughs> so they just died out. <laughs> so they were like the shakers. They totally died out. Uh, isn't it amazing how idea. the shaker was a cult that didn't believe in sex but made tremendous furniture? 
What yeah, an yeah, shaker furniture is a big deal. Yeah, what yeah, an yeah. accomplishment! I You're know. Like, yeah, we what don't are the things to leave behind? But what about these chairs? You I see know. these chairs? The chairs are yeah. still here, though. Kids yeah. would be dead. Yeah. Good yeah, chair exactly. to die in. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I haven't nutted in eight years, but look at this table. This Jesus table lives Christ. forever. You could nut on it, but I would what never. What a table um, to have some horizontal refreshments. <laughs> <laughs> or if you want to put more plainly, fucking a Dutch woman. <laughs> Riding a Dutch gal. We don't have anything here but fucking, and that is plenty. Oh, I'm so scared of these We're all cunts. starving to death, <laughs> and that's okay. Because I'm eating pussy God, all day. God, day. I'm hungry. I guess I'll fuck. <laughs> God, I'm hungry. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Is calm, My diaper holes. runneth over with <laughs> ropes of nut. Ropes of nut. Yeah, while yay, my belly is empty. <laughs> From these titless, what was it? Titless biracial. Tis, titless no, they oh yeah, they were throwing up the word biracial. There was a couple of titless biracial gals that there showed was, up. There were some women there of color. Co- there were some uh, self-identifying biracial cis double women mastectomy survivors walking around. <laughs> there were some cis women um, who were they were ambulating the around my periphery. Titless. Yeah. I see you half breeds are also titless. <laughs> <laughs> would it, would it do you a favor to <laughs> fool around did, with us? How did that come to pass? I see that you are titless. Are you a boy in a dress? Because I do like what I see. If that is the case, <laughs> either I way, will, I will. Carrots on that bottom. <laughs> I couldn't help but notice your <laughs> drum solo. I will miss your bottom. You petticoat wearing half breed oh, titless. Oh God! Wonder? They invited us to their bottoms, man. <laughs> oh boy! So. Exciting. Is that yeah. an exciting? Oh my god. Well, I just imagine them like taking oh. their dress and just like flipping it up. Like, whoa, I didn't even realize. <laughs> Getting presented like a formal invitation. Yeah. yeah. A- after after the whiskey and dance. Yeah. My most, esteem- most esteemed colleague, you are cordially invited to my bottom. There were dozens of us. Dozens. There are dozens uh. of us who like some bottom. All right. I think we did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I think we did a good job. We did a oh really good job. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I think we did a job. I think we did a good job. We did a yeah. good, good job. I think Matt did a great job. Matt did a great job. Laura did a Laura great did job. Laura did a fantastic job. I mean, oh, you I, guys are fantastic. I did okay. Come on. I, Come I, on. I should have been more prepared. I think you were pretty prepared. Okay. It all it's worked. Okay. It's okay. Okay. Uh, I think you were pre-prepared. <sighs> I'm just ready I to think go I'm home gonna and go, I'm going to go I'm home and pre-prepare my <laughs> bottom for invitation. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. I'm going to go, uh, huh? go kvetch and put on a monocle. I'm going to go look breeds. for some uh, half-titted full breeds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though these mastectomy surviving, half titted, half titted. Oh my god! One tit, full breed. Oh, strike bottom if you can. First rate, fucking baby. First rate. It was first rate. Had a first rate time. I'm not lucky. I'm not made of money, so I can't afford any of these. (laughs) Black women. What am I made of money? (laughs) (laughs) Well, can I say thank you, guys? Confederate mummy. Thank you, guys, for having me. Of course, always, always. We love you so much. So fun. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna say good night. For uh, me, I am in love with you, the people. I'm John Fahey, and I, Aaron Pita, am also in love with the folk. (laughs) 
I remember so. <laughs> and I was going to say, if you guys haven't looked, we have a YouTube page, which is very popular. <laughs> it's very, people. very popular. Yeah, the good. Thing is true. It's, it's very just, good. It's, it's all audio uploads of the podcast. But, you know, I like to listen to podcasts on YouTube like a weirdo because I'm just watching these on YouTube. So I just like a podcast and sometimes play them. So if you do that. Laura runs the YouTube page yeah. for us, folks. Thanks to, to her. Yes, Laura's, Laura's been fantastic. It a huge just, help for just us. Just go to the YouTube and you'll find all the episodes. We love you, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.